Mayo Clinic Radio presents a conversation about obesity and increased cancer risk with Mayo Clinic oncologist Dr. Timothy Moynihan. The show hosts are Dr. Tom Shives and Tracy McRae. This podcast was recorded on September 13th, 2016. Welcome back to Mayo Clinic Radio. I'm Dr. Tom Shives. And I'm Tracy McRae. Tracy, a World Health Organization review of more than 1,000 studies has found solid evidence that being overweight or obese does increase your risk for at least now 13 types of cancer. Strong evidence was already out there to link five cancers to being overweight or obese, and those cancers, some of them were cancer of the colon and rectum, the kidney, and breast cancer in postmenopausal women. This new review, published in the New England Journal of Medicine, links an additional eight cancers to excess fat, among them liver cancer, pancreatic cancer, ovarian cancer, and multiple myeloma. Here to discuss obesity and cancer risk is Mayo Clinic oncologist, Dr. Timothy Moynihan. Welcome back to the program, Dr. Moynihan. It's good to see you. Oh, great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks, Dr. Moynihan. So this is pretty, it's intriguing, but it's also concerning, particularly knowing that two-thirds of American adults are either obese or overweight. Absolutely. It's a major public health problem, and it shows we may have new problems down the road as we see the obesity rates increase in our, in our country, and as we see more and more people uh, age, which we know is one of the factors for cancer, but this certainly seems to be contributing to more cancers. So I think we're, we may see in the next 10 to 20 years an explosion of these additional cancers. Why does excess weight or why does being fat contribute to cancer in general? That, that's a great question, and that we haven't completely worked that out. Uh, but there are many different theories out there that make a lot of sense. One is that many of these cancers, particularly breast, uterine, possibly kidney, ovarian, meningioma, may be associated with abnormal or imbalanced hormone levels in the body. And we do know that fat cells play a major role in imbalancing hormone levels within the body. For example, uh, uh, excess obesity leads to increased estrogen levels in the body, uh, and that may play a role in breast cancer and menin meningiomas. Um, uh, other hormone levels may also be adversely affected. However, in addition, several of these uh, cancers may be associated with uh, what, what's called inflammatory markers. And we know for, s we don't know why, but we certainly know that those people who are obese, we can measure inflammatory markers within their system and these are significantly elevated. For example, we do also know that this affects other parts of the body, not just cancer. We know that people who are obese have more uh, arthritis in various areas, including non-weight-bearing joints. Hmm. Interesting. So it's not just the weight that leads to, uh, to arthritis in some of those areas. It's probably infl inflammation in the body that may lead to their arthritis. In a similar fashion, it may lead to several, several of these cancers. Lastly, things like adenocarcinoma of the esophagus may be related to the weight itself because it looks like if you are obese, you have a much higher likelihood of having a reflux of acid from your stomach up into your esophagus. If that happens over a long period of time, that causes inflammation of the esophagus and can lead to esophageal cancer if it goes on for too long a period of time. I'm sure that if they reviewed a thousand studies, they're pretty sure about this. And you're pretty sure about this? Certainly the epidemiologic data certainly highly strongly suggests this. This doesn't, again, explain the mechanism for it, but there's clearly a correlation between these two things. Now, correlation is not causation, uh, but certainly uh, there, there's very strong evidence that the, this is a risk factor. That, Do does, that does not mean that everybody who's obese will get any of these, 
but it's certainly they have a higher chance of getting it than if they were not obese. Do we know how fat is too fat? I mean, do we know uh, that people who are more overweight than, than the people who are less overweight, that they're even, they are more likely to get these cancers? Absolutely. So the, the, the more overweight you are, the higher your risk. So there is a linear causation between those, uh, a correlation with that. So there's no discrete cutoff of one particular weight is healthy, one particular weight is, is too much. It's, it's a linear relationship between hmm, a healthy okay. and normal weight. The higher and higher you get in your weight, uh, the more likely you are to have one of these problems. So then you can't tell us how much weight should we lose to be healthier. Um, we know that if you are overweight or have an elevated body mass index, to bring that down certainly helps. And it helps other things too. It helps, it helps diabetes control. It helps uh, decrease cardiovascular risk mortality. It may help things like arthritis. It may make you just feel more, more mobile so you can do more exercise, so you can feel better, feel fitter. So t tell us about the, the five that we knew about. Which ones are those? We, we mentioned them briefly, but. Yes, so carcinoma of the esophagus, ca colon cancer, uh, breast cancer in postmenopausal women. Doesn't seem to apply to premenopausal women, but does for postmenopausal. So when you reach menopause, you got to get the weight off. That's you what get the you're saying. Off. And of course, uh, the app opposite is usually true. It's it's more difficult for women to to stay Absolutely. slim at menopause. Wow. Absolutely, menopause uh, leads to hormonal changes that uh, certainly increase your uh, difficulty losing weight, and it yeah. may increase your gain of weight too. If you can come into menopause though in better condition, you are less likely to have as much weight gain. Okay, and if you can stay more active. The other two that we haven't mentioned are the uterine cancer and kidney cancer. Those are clearly associated, and we've known that for a long time, are associated with uh, obesity. Okay, so you knew uh, already that those five were related to obesity. How do you figure out that this whole new list of them is also part of it? How, how can you tell that a cancer is affected by obesity? Right, what we look for is look at the rates of, uh, uh, of these cancers and how many of those people are obese, and what's the incidence of the cancer in people who have a normal weight, uh, who are underweight, or who are, who are overweight. And what we see is that in those people who are significantly overweight, they have a higher chance or a higher number of these cancers per 100,000 people. All right, and the new ones on the list? The new ones include stomach cancer, you know, what's called gastric cardia cancer, that's just part of the stomach, liver cancer, which again may be related to hormones, gallbladder cancer, pancreas cancer, cancer of the thyroid, ovarian cancer, meningioma, which is a type of brain tumor for the covering of the layers that cover the brain, and then lastly, multiple myeloma or a blood disorder. You know, I thought it was interesting that meningioma is on that list mm -hmm. because that's a benign condition, isn't it? And most of the time curable with uh, surgery? The vast majority of, uh, of meningiomas, yes, are very benign, and they're actually fairly common, and we see these fairly, fairly frequently. The problem with meningiomas are twofold. Number one, the location. Because if it happens to be in a bad place in the brain, even if it's a benign lesion, can still cause significant problems for you. Secondly, we do know a few of the meningiomas are bad actors, and there are what are called malignant meningiomas that do not behave as the benign meningiomas, which are the vast majority of them, and they can cause problems. But what we also know about meningiomas, they are clearly related to various hormone levels, particularly estrogen, and, hmm. and they are also related to things like long-term estrogen replacement in the postmenopausal woman, or women who took high-dose estrogen for birth control. 
You know, it, it's sort of interesting to me that the, there are not too many cancers that aren't on this list. Would it be fair to say that uh, obesity in general or being overweight in general increases your risk for virtually any kind of cancer? Uh, th there are a lot of different cancers and depends on how you decide to count them. Uh, most people consider 120, 127 different types of cancers. So, um, no, we got a ways to go. We have a ways yeah, to go. Yeah. Uh, again, we don't understand the mechanisms that cause this, but again, is this general inflammation causing it? Because we certainly know that people who have chronic inflammatory states have higher risks of uh, lots of different cancers, even if they're not overweight. But again, the obesity may lead to excess inflammation within the body. It's so there's too many on the list already. Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting that here in the 21st century, when we're starting to get into the genetics of the patient, mm -hmm. and we can look at your genome, that one of the things that is happening is, well, we're figuring out, you know what, you should be losing weight. Mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't, it's not focusing on, for better health, it's not focusing on what your genome is. It's focusing on quit smoking and start losing weight. Right. Well, there's a couple different factors there, is, is that one, the genome that you're born with, or the genes that you're born with, to the best of our knowledge right now, only uh, account for five or 10% of cancers. The vast majority of cancers are probably from other causes, and we also know that the uh, cancer is caused by abnormalities within the genes within those cancer cells. Mm -hmm. But those are not genes that you're born with. These are genes that get damaged somehow, possibly through inflammation, through cigarette smoke, through viruses, through other reasons that then uh, become cancers. So this, these are acquired cancers, and that makes up uh, probably 90 to 95% of the cancers that we see. And most of them are caused by lifestyle factors, not your genes. Uh, not the genes you're born with. They're, they're, they're either caused by lifestyle factors or they may just be bad luck. All right, well, there's lots of reasons to lose weight. We know that, but here's one more. One more. Because it'll reduce your incidence of these cancers that we've talked about. Dr. Timothy Moynihan, medical oncologist, cancer expert at the Mayo Clinic. Thanks so much for being with us. Always a pleasure, Tom. Thank you. For the latest in health and medical news, go to newsnetwork.mayoclinic.org.